everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show. And that's exactly what Nancy and I did with Fabrizia's spirits and cookies, delicious cookies. We're going to get a taste of Italy today. We're going to talk about a family-owned spirits company, and they specialize in limoncello products. And uh, this includes canned cocktails. And this is, we got them over Memorial Weekend. So you know what we did in the sunshine, mm -hmm. right? In the backyard with dogs and flowers and birds. Um, that's kind of what we did. And anyway, go to FabriziaSpirits.com. We're very excited to have Phil Mastriani joining us. Uh, he started the company with his brother, Nick. So, Phil, how are you? Doing, doing great, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me on today. Hey, this is awesome. So you're actually in your production facility. I was watching a video that you guys have on it. So this is like, it's it's interesting to hear from like a family business that started into a, from a garage, right? Yeah, my parents' garage, really? peeling lemons. Yeah, Peeling lemons. Okay, where did the lemon idea come from? I, so honestly, I was making some homemade limoncello with, uh, you know, as a hobby while I was living in my parents' basement. Um, and my Uncle Joe was over and he said, hey, you should make this limoncello. It's great. I said, Uncle Joe, that would never work. But I thought a little bit more about it. Went back to sleep in my parents' basement that night. And I got obsessed about the idea of making an all-natural, small-batch limoncello right here in America. And it all started, so the lemon idea really started with limoncello. And then, as you know, you know, we have our lemon bakery, we have lemon vodka sodas, we have all these different things that we incorporate lemons and other citruses in. They all really started with the idea of making limoncello. So it's limoncello, not lemoncello, as many of us mispronounce, including myself. Well, we Apparently don't I'm not Italian. Snobby. Yeah, we don't try to be snobby about it, but yes, limoncello is the correct way to okay. say it. Okay. Well, I like this because I already had a lesson in pronouncing your last name. I got limoncello down. So we are getting a taste of Italy there, and there pronouncing things correctly. But I, I want to say this about your products, um, the canned cocktails, the margaritas, all of them, uh, the sodas, they are really sophisticated. And I mean that where- Thank you. A lot of times you get these kind of drinks or even, um, if, you know, when, when you get a margarita that has been made from the bodily thing that you don't, that, that bottle of stuff sometimes, and it gets you in the back of your throat and it's oversweet and almost too acidic. And yes. so I was very Sorry. curious about your products. Yeah. And it's, so it doesn't, and it perfumey. And a lot of times lemon products get that weird soapy, perfumey taste. And, and you guys don't have that. So how, how did you do that? Oh, you got to well, come well, back. Honestly, sorry, you? I had to unmute because uh, there's a compressor going off here. Um, but the um, <laughs> easiest way to do that is by not overthinking it. We at Fabrizio, we use only natural ingredients, whole ingredients in all of our products, our vodka sodas and our Italian lemonade, which I'm standing next to a couple of talents of them right here. Um, bring them, that, bring them yep. over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, they, they, we use real lemon juice. We, and in the case of the margarita, we use real tequila, real lemon juice, um, real sugar. Um, and that's, that's all that goes into it. And then our limoncello, of course. So if you want it to not seem artificial, if you want it to seem not to have that, you know, weird, sweet taste, then just don't put junk into it. And that's sort of the basis of everything we do at Fabrizia. You know, so if we make, 
um, our blood orange vodka soda. We use real blood orange. Oh, we don't I love orange. that. We don't use Ooh. blood orange natural flavors that are, in my opinion, I don't understand what's natural about them if they didn't come from a blood orange. Um, mm. they, I don't think they usually do. So we just use real blood orange juice. And that makes a big difference as to why our blood orange vodka soda might taste different than a blood orange flavored, I don't know, other beverage that you find out there mm -hmm. that doesn't use blood oranges. Yeah, the blood orange, I love that. That was one of my favorites. And the cookies, oh my gosh, here comes these giant cookies. And listen, we travel full time. So I'm just gonna say the cookies were breakfast for us one day and well, um, walk, they were delicious. I'm walking us down to the bakery while uh, you're saying that, hold on a second here. Here, here we got our Australian lemon candy. The Mariah's Ooh. been packing out. And uh, yeah, so all of our bakery items are made right here. I um, mean, those two ovens, that's uh, Nancy rolling away uh, truffle balls over there. Um, and so everything wow. is back to me. Yep, everything is um, made here um, in-house and, um, you know, has a hefty dose of limoncello and or lemon juice mm. and everything. And that's what makes it 100% for, for Britzia, for sure. Well, the one thing I said is it's a taste of Italy, right? And so the real thing is that the lemons are coming from Italy, right? It's, you have your own grove now. Is that right? Uh, yeah, correct. Oh, yeah. So what we did was about six years ago, we went over to Sicily. We realized, well, what is the one thing that we could do better um, as a company, as a limoncello company? And so we said, you know what? We're making it the old-fashioned way. We're making it uh, by hand, small batch, all natural. However, you know, I wish we could be using the Italian fruit because it is a little bit cut above the California fruit, only in regards to the, uh, the specific sort of uh, type and uh, specimen of the, of the lemon that's grown is a little bit more oily. And I, the oils have a little bit more of a pepperiness to them that mm -hmm. translates to more of a sophisticated limoncello taste. And in any case, we went over there, we met with the Sorrento growers, the Amalfi growers, the Calabrian growers, settled that the Sicilians would be the best for us to work with. And we bring in three or four containers a year now of lemons from Sicily that um, we use for all of our limoncello. And we juice that juice and use that juice in our canned cocktails. Wow. It makes a really big difference. Wow. And so the one thing I was watching that you were talking about how you take the zest from the lemons um, and you use that as like a pure product. Like it, that is like a huge deal. And it seems like that's, that's part of that little spike to it is, is that you're using the zest, right? Not just the oh, juice. So yeah, everything's getting used. Oh, yeah, everything's getting used. We use the zest that goes into the limoncello, the juice goes into the cocktails. And then we even uh, take the smushed up, smashed up um, lemon pulp, essentially, and it gets recycled uh, for like, I guess, bioenergy or something. So really nothing goes to waste on these. Oh, lemons, wow. Um, at all. Yeah. So what do you think is your key to success? Is it simplicity as a business? Because how many years has this been now? I mean, again, going from the basement, and garage to now a production facility, having your own lemon grove. I mean, not only doing lim limoncello, uh, but now you've got canned cocktails, you've got baked goods, you've got truffles, you've got candy. <laughs> I want to come work for you. <laughs> yeah, well, like hey, fun. we have the, the pistachio liqueur, which is our favorite, and it's one of our biggest new items to hit. It's a, it's a liqueur mm. made with real pistachio nuts that are in, in, infused in grain alcohol, 
add a little bit of the cream, a little bit of simple syrup, really tasty. Oh, uh, well, actually, here's a, uh, before I answer your question, here's a uh, bottle of it right here. Um, so um, the answer is, what was the original question? What, was, uh, what is your secret to success of being oh, able to Jesus. expand and not, you know, and keep that balance and, and not lose out on your flavors? Um, well, I would say that the secret to our success is we don't actually have one. Um, <laughs> here's the pistachio liqueur, oh, um, by the way. Yeah, very, nice very tasty. Um, it, I would say we don't have a secret to success outside of really of, of working hard, being willing to take risks, um, realizing when we've made a mistake and, and, and getting on it right away to fix those. So, you know, starting off making one batch of limoncello that took four months to sell. Um, same batch size that we produce three or four in a day some days now. Um, you will be learned a lot all the way in between, you know, mm. um, and, and, you know, how to make more limoncello, how to make it faster, how to make tan cocktails, how to can them with co-pack, uh, with uh, uh, mobile canning lines, how to buy our own canning line, um, how to come up with other flavors, how to sell this stuff further from home, how to manage distributors, how to get more retailers and restaurants to want to pick it up. There's just so many things. So I think that the constants of that secret to success really are not anything profound. It's simply, um, it's simply, sorry, I just had to put something to mute. So uh, it's simply um, uh, working hard, learning through observation. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, being committed to making a really good product. Um, mm -hmm. those, those would probably be like the principles that are helping us be successful. Um, they're definitely not any secrets. Well, you're getting a lot of celebrity feedback too in the in the food world, like Giada and all kinds of people. I was looking at, you know, you're getting a lot of positive press, and that doesn't come if you're not doing the right thing and those flavors. Oh, thank that's you. yeah, and that that's that was the first thing to me. I was like, okay, let's try this. But I really again was like, okay, is it gonna be one of those drinks that, you know, we're gonna I remember once when we were in Arizona and we we were actually based out of there when we were in one place. And we were somewhere and they had prickly pear margaritas. And I went, oh, that's fantastic because prickly pears are a fruit. You can cook with them and, you know, do yep. all the, make jams, sure. all of that. And it was this pink fake syrup. And I, I was just like, you're, you're charging me 10 bucks for that. You're not even using the prickly pear. What a scam. Cause that, that went against the yeah. state of Arizona to me. It made me mad. Well, that's how, you know, as a producer, see, that's the, that's a tough one. Like, Prickly pears I'm fond of because my grandfather used to eat them in Calabria, Italy. And oh. um, that's the, they, they, they're very delicious. They're very refreshing on a hot day. Um, not surprised Arizona has a lot of them. In Southern Italy, they grow very widely. But they don't necessarily, when you congregate them, have an overwhelming amount of flavor. And so mm. what happens when people have these ideas, like prickly pear sounds like a great idea. And I bet you, you can make a really kick butt um small batch version of it at home but when you go to make a lot of it you realize that maybe you need a bazillion prickly pears or you just don't get that flavor you thought the consumer was going to get and they probably added um fake flavoring if i had to guess once again to whatever you're talking about and it just ruins the whole concept um mm -hmm. these, these these quote unquote natural flavors i'm just really really against them um and 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 
you know, we only have one item out of our entire mix. We have a blueberry flavor that has real name blueberries in it. And it also has some natural blueberry flavor because we just, you we just couldn't get, that's another example, like crush up a bunch of blueberries, drink them. They taste more like water than they do like blueberries. Getting that blueberry flavor can be challenging sometimes that you might get from a blueberry pie when you add a lot of sugar to a bunch of blueberries and bake okay. it, et cetera. So, so really with that one exception out of like the seven or eight items we have, we just don't use any natural flavors at Fabrizio. Our pistachios, mm. our pistachio liqueur I just showed you is flavored by real pistachios, period. Nothing else. Nice. Now, I think you should try the prickly pear and lemon together. I'm just saying. That might really, you could help the prickly pear industry by putting lemon with it. It would be cool. But, you know, that's that's the thing I was saying about, you know, the secret to success, because getting in the food world and manufacturing, going from small to growth is is probably, you know, wineries deal with that issue all the time of how far can you go? And you've managed to create baked goods, all these different things. But really expanding is a difficult thing in any business to, you know, you have that weird balance. Plus you're dealing with alcohol. That's not easy either. You've got red tape. That would make me drink all yeah. your cocktails. Oh, you, you said know. it. Um, I mean, and uh, sorry, I had to move away because that compressor I told you about, they were evidently working on it. <laughs> and they were making a ton of noise over there. But um, oh yeah, I mean, so the, 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 the liquor industry is regulated at the federal and the state level. Um, you want to sell your products in any state, you need to register with that state. Um, the feds are involved in, 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 in all aspects of it. And so there's that extra red tape. And then um, it's also not very easy to get distribution in mm. the spirits industry. Um, and these are all reasons why, even though we've been doing this for 13 years, the first four years, five years, I had other full-time, I had other jobs too. Mm. You know, this didn't just like, um, it took a while to be at a crawl before we walked, walked before we ran. We're finally running now. You know, we finally... I awesome. uh, have a lot going on and exciting things happening, but it took, it took over a decade for this to happen. Um, in this industry, the spirits industry, um, really the only way you can um, sidetrack all that and do a shortcut, if you will, is, is really one of two ways. You have to have either a really amazing product that is so unconventional, it takes the world by storm, and that doesn't happen too often. But some examples of that would be like, you know, the screwball peanut butter whiskey um, or rum chata. Um, those are a couple that really come to my mind. Or you need to have really deep resources um, and, and um, be able to, you know, you have to either be um, a large existing supplier or you have to have super deep pockets and willing to, um, you know, buy those contacts and buy those relationships. So um, you either, you know, so there is a way for somebody to come in and, and go from zero to a hundred overnight. Um, but you really need to have a product and a route to market for it. That's so compelling that people are like, I need this right away. And they mm. don't want to wait. And that does happen once in a while, but it doesn't happen all the, most of the time it does. Most of the time you need to earn um, the, the business one at a time. So in our case, one restaurant at a time, converting them to our limoncello from another, um, getting a distributor and then making that distributor know they made a good decision to pick you up. Um, wow. And these things take years, uh, individual examples of these statements take years to play out, not, not days or months. So you have to yeah. really love it, which we do. Um, and so that ultimately is what sustains us too. It, it's wild too. Cause you have to have drive and patience at the same time. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah you know it's like exactly. it, that's that in between i know and, and being independent is cool as well and i and i bring all this up because of the value of what you're tasting from your products there's Thanks. a value and it's just like wine you know everybody argues about how wine is priced out and i'm going if it's a small lot winery they need to do what they need to do and you know it could be just the husband and wife making it you know what i mean so it's mm -hmm. it's it's a value to it um People can get this online from your website and the baked goods, or they can get. I, I saw that there's a so store yeah, near us here in Iowa today where I can get it. For our, for our canned cocktails and our limoncello, our pistachio liqueur, our blood orange liqueur, Italian lemonade, our vodka sodas, all with the real uh, ingredients. It's best if you live in one of the 22 states we're available in. Go to our website, put in your mm -hmm. zip code, see if there's a local, even if it is a, a national chain or if it's a local retailer. Um, a mom and pop that's always the best place not only to support your local community but also um it, it actually is going to get you the best price um uh, right. because but if you you can buy fabrizia spirits online at a, a website that looks like ours but it's really not ours it's really this uh, liquor store that sells and the prices are higher um in the lead it can take like a week anyways to get it so that's your, your uh, best option if there's not a liquor store near you, which you can find at findfabrizia.com um, or mm -hmm. fabriziaspirit.com. Now, the bakery, the Fabrizia Lemon Baking Company, whole different follow acts. That one is a direct-to-consumer business. So everything we produce over here in the bakery that I just sort of walked, didn't really get into the place. I didn't have a hairnet on or anything like that. But, but all of our limoncello cookies and all the items that come there, we send gift boxes. They all ship from here via either FedEx, two-day, or um, USPS priority. Um, you get to actually pick at checkout what one you prefer. And, um, you know, those are available in all states, ready to ship. Awesome. They ship usually business day. Now, have That's any of your products okay. gone to Italy? Have any of them gone to Italy where your, your lemon grove is? No, no, no. So the Grove, we're actually trying to get the webcam live. We have a call on Thursday with the Italians, taking like, few months longer than we planned um but that is um that is a uh on the list of things we'd like to do for accomplishments i don't know what it will mean for any commercial success but, but um we'd love to see this go full circle and export fabrizia from new england back to italy where the lemons we source come from um <laughs> limoncello is a little competitive in Italy, as you might expect, it's the number two liqueur in the country after Campari and Aperol, mm -hmm. um, or maybe it's number three even. Um, but but um, uh, and there's a lot of regional producers. But I think that if we eventually one day could get it into a duty free or into a few places, that would be a major accomplishment. Um, just cool. just that, yeah. That would be cool. I, and you know, it'd be cool to have it in airports too. You know, airport yeah. bars. I well, that would probably be like the real goal because, you know, um, liquor distribution is very different in Italy. Um, um, it, it essentially ships like a like a. It, it could be shipping next to hot dog buns, um, or or anything else. Um, with every, like a, there's no there's no like a specific liquor distributors. You know, like okay. And, and and so and also there's a lot of regional producers. Um, so. And there's a lot of good options for Limoncello. So yeah, this, the airport would be where it ended up. But listen, this is once again, just having fun here at this point. Um, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I... If anybody listens in the Northeast, 
that's where you're going to find the most locations. Florida is a new market. Mm -hmm. We picked off in California and Nevada. Um, so you can find our limoncello and pistachio at about 24 total wines across California. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, the cans are available at 50 whole foods across California. That's brand new for us. Um, and then on the East coast, even better distribution. That's and awesome. That's, actually in Illinois, um, whole foods carries us in about 20 of their stores. So slowly, but surely we're picking away at it. American domination and then on to Italy. So did the pandemic affect you guys with your growth being in Italy? Um, no. So what? Uh, well, yes. Okay. So, so at that point we had not established the actual Fabrizia lemon grove. Okay. Um, and, um, but it did disrupt. We, we buy all of our lemons from one family and that's actually okay. where we have a portion of land um, that is dedicated to us now. At the time in 2020, we just bought our lemons from them. They have about a thousand acres of lemon groves. We wow. were only able to bring in one container that year um, because we we essentially just had to cancel the rest of the orders because we didn't know what the rest of the year looked like and we were making so much hand sanitizer. Um, oh, that's what okay. did to hold ourselves over. Oh wow! But you know, we needed we needed the cocktails too. You know sanitizer in one hand cocktails in the other to get yeah, through the well, pandemic sanitizer was essentially only for people's peace of mind and we we donated like fifty thousand dollars worth of it so we certainly were able to give people that That's peace nice. of mind um but in the world didn't end and people drank more than they ever did that year I and know. The following so isn't so, that wild yeah uh, so like you said we were at the right place at the right time and um Good. the uh, it was a pretty crazy ride and uh, on that on both those fronts. Um, I, and we're glad, though, the world is coming back to normal now. Um, yeah, I think and, it's exciting because of summer. You know, we're looking at parties again. I mean, Memorial Day is when I was saying that weekend, we, you know, we were like, OK, let's try this. So let's try this one. And then we're like, we need to go to work. We can't. We're having yeah, too yeah, much fun. <laughs> I know. I know. Back but, to reality. I know, but oh. I think, you know, everyone's going to festivals again, concerts and. Oh, yeah, 100% back open. You know, um, I think it'd and, be great to see you in like all the ballparks and stuff like that, all the stadiums. Yeah, that's that, that, that yes, yeah, we'd love to. Um, and we're working on that. It um, can be tough because a lot of times there's sponsorships that need to be involved to get into some of those stadiums. So that's why mm -hmm. a lot of times, but, but we have had some successes and. Um, you know, actually right here at home and in, in, I live in Massachusetts uh, and uh, uh, the Gillette Stadium carries our Italian lemonade. So thanks to Bob Kraft and the Patriots. Um, but um, cool. yeah, that would be exciting, too. Awesome. But I, I just say thank you so much to you and all your yeah. listeners for having me on today. It's been a real yeah. pleasure. This is exciting. And listen, best wishes moving forward. It's just so exciting to see a company grow and do it in the right way. And it's, it sounds like you guys are having so much fun and we can taste it. So I'm going to give out your website to everyone again. So uh, you got to go to FabriziaSpirits.com. Fabrizia, okay, you also could go to their bakery. Uh, so go to FabriziaLemonBakingCompany.com. What does Fabrizia mean? Since I'm in Fabrizia Italian class. The female name. It's an Italian female name. That means one that works with their hands. And it also happens to be a small hilltop town not even an hour from where our family's from in in in, sub, in Calabria. So it just sort of seemed to, hey, look, we do it all by hand. Um, it's it's a town not far from where we're from and it's it felt right. We like the name and that's what it means. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. 
All right, well, hey, so Peter, listen, when you're done drinking those, I know you're a traveling radio woman. When you're <laughs> done drinking that delicious product behind you, you let us know where you are in the country. We'll send you some, re we'll restock you, okay? Oh, we want that. And we want to try the blueberry, too. We haven't had that yet. I, I'm going to make sure Deborah Lee knows. And right. uh, once again, from, uh, I'm going to go back to some headache, I'm sure. But before I do, I just want to say thanks again for having me on. It was great talking to thanks. everybody. Thanks so much, Phil. Everybody, again, keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Thanks.